0: Welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. We're back. We've had a month off, haven't we, Mike? We certainly haven't. I think we needed it, Dale. We certainly did. And it's given us a fresh perspective on the contest. So today... We're going to do our Eurovision 2018 Wash-Up and Awards show. That's right, yeah. It has been kind
1: of nice to step away from the competition. It was for a good month. I don't think I've listened to too many of the songs.
0: Yeah. Um, I just reviewed the grand final yesterday. We both Mm. did. First time we've watched it since. It was really good to do after a long break. It was. It was. Fresh eyes. Yeah. So let's start with Dale. Let's talk about overall. What do you think of the show? What do you think of our hosts? What do you think of Lisbon? Look, I thought um, the contest came back with a bang. Not that Kiev was bad. Um, I just think that there was a, a great atmosphere around the, the contest. I think watching it on TV, it looked good. It sounded good. I think we'll, we'll get to the LEDs later. <laughs> I think the contest itself, there was a really good vibe in Lisbon. It's a beautiful city. Great weather always does help things and mm. yeah, there was a real buzz around the contest. I um, really embraced it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Lisbon was a fantastic host city, loved my time there. Mm. Thought their organization was generally very, very good. Yep. Things like getting in and out of the stadium was all pretty efficient. Yep. Uh the show itself, you know, the stage I think maybe a little bit of overkill it was a little big, maybe I don't think it needs to be that big. <laughs> it was massive. It was massive. They kind of
0: concentrated on the stage being huge and maybe took away from the fan experience standing that's the only criticism. Yeah. Life,
1: so. Yeah. But apart from that I thought it was terrific. It seemed to go off without a hitch too much, apart from the odd Stage, Stage invader. <laughs> but apart from that, I think they did a really, really great job. And I think uh, it's going to live long in the fans' memories. I think anyone
0: who went... Definitely. Yeah. And it felt very Portuguese. It felt very local to them. And I mm-hmm. liked that they put their own music in there. And the fact that their postcards were showing off the, the country. Yeah. We've got back to uh, being a big tourism ad. And you know, why not? It costs a lot of money. Yeah. To get people to visit.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Any um, Anything you think they could improve from the show or anything like that? What do you think about
0: hosts? Oh, look, I think there was probably... couple too many we don't really need four people doing it you could have had two doing the semis if you really wanted to break it down a little bit um but still they were good and and maybe a bit more fireworks (laughs) it did feel a bit like it's great it's authentic and it's great and Mm. it it all looked really good it just could have if i was watching it back home here in australia i'd be like come on it's 5 a.m give me something or saturday night in europe give me some pizzazz
1: yeah Um, They certainly didn't do uh, the amounts of sort of opening acts and things like that like Mm. Sweden put on, which is probably good because it then shortens the show. I'm going to agree as far as hosts go. I think we had one too many.
0: Yeah 3, three is good. 3
1: will be fine. Yeah. 3 is fine. And look this isn't the an RTP thing. I reckon this is an ebu thing. But when it comes to things like crossing to the fan interactions during the grand final s- seems a little too many and it seems a little unnecessary. And also I mean I understand you have to have commercial breaks but we seem to okay. go to the green room quite a bit. Yeah. And I don't know there if was, we get I don't know if we get too much out of there
0: that. There was I think the last few years we've seen a lot of it actually and you you're right it's good but maybe not so much. Much and <laughs> They attempt this
1: sort of humor stuff, and it doesn't really land. And it ends up being a bit awkward. Don't go know. to the live fans.
0: Don't yeah. Don't go to the fans. <laughs> it's too like much. Children and animals and Eurovision fans. Avoid. <laughs> avoid. But also the the interval acts. They they were a bit uh, played with it a bit in the grand final. They did the whole Susie thing. Yes, I love that yeah. Susie came back, and we got to actually see Susie perform live in Lisbon, which was one of my goals and ambitions of this contest. You so I get, have 12 points.
1: You did get to see uh, Susie. Yes. All right, so let's talk about one of the big uh, talking points out of Lisbon, the no LEDs. Yes. Okay, how did you think that affected the competition? Do you think it worked out the way RTP wanted it to happen?
0: Well, no one was just sitting there doing authentic music, singing into a mi- microphone. It was very much, um, they brought back the... Um, the crazy, a little bit, to be honest. Um, most of them didn't get through to the final, but we had, you know, Julia's Mountain. We had roses from um, Belarus. There was some, and the robots from San Marino. It was a bit harking back to the two thousands, a little bit, and I think it made it a bit silly at times, to be honest.
1: Yeah, look, I, I understood why they
0: didn't want the
1: LED thing. um They wanted it to come back to the artists and and the songs. That was never going to amount to it being a Festival de Cancio and everybody standing no. there singing, crooning away. It was Who did never going to be no one, really. Exactly. Yeah, we barely got a ballad
0: this year, to be honest. Yeah, totally. Um, we, we all fell asleep.
1: <laughs> so I don't know if it really worked. And to be honest, if we look back in years to come, I don't know how many iconic performances we got out of this year. Mm. You know, when you look back to some of the other, uh, you'll say, "Wow, that what a performance that was! What a performance that was!" I don't know if we'll have too many from. 2018.
0: Yeah, look, it was going to be known as a contest of a lot of, I think, a lot of depth um, and certainly bringing back the party. It was an upbeat year. It was. And it was a bit of a reaction to the last two years because there was nothing wrong with those two winners. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jamala, whatever. well, Well, but at least it was a worthy winner. And I think people went, you know what? This is meant to be fun. Let's have a party with it. Lisbon was a great place to have it. They might not have won the fireworks, but hey, a chicken song won the contest <laughs> exactly. and a big dance number from Cyprus. And that's the other thing that came from the LEDs. Choreography came back in a big way. Other, f- you know, from being you know really uh, from an island to a Moldova, and of course Cyprus, who smashed it.
1: Yeah, very much so. Let's talk about some of the other talking points. Juries always get a mention after every contest. What did we think about the jury scores this year where they can, you know, completely... I, 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 from personal, I don't think it seems as harsh as people were last year. Mm. People were really up in arms about the juries last year. People just seem to have gone, oh yeah, this year. I don't know.
0: There seemed to be more disparity in a way for the Mm. top loss because number one and number two were the same um, last year. You've pretty much had the, the top three songs in the top four or five um, in 2016. But this year, I think you saw Austria and Sweden, who came first and second, um, really kind of falter in the televote. But there wasn't a real big backlash about that, because I think people understood that they were jury songs. Um, it was probably more surprise at some of the, the results of them. Well, I think Austria was an yeah, interesting Yeah, I mean,
1: Austria to win the jury the way it did, and then come 13th in the public vote, I thought that might get a bit, of a, a bit more of a, a tongue lashing, but... Didn't seem to, you know?
0: I think it's because it was quite a close jury. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think people had an issue with it finishing third overall. It was definitely a surprise. We'll get to that later. But yeah, it it certainly didn't react in the same way. You didn't have songs coming last. who suddenly came third. Mm. Though a couple of them, Ukraine, Italy came from the bottom and did yep. very well, but people didn't' weren't as upset, or maybe we're just a bit more across it because we got so much backlash last year from <laughs> Isaiah, yeah, so true. maybe that's part of the reason.:
1: True. I'm going to say one thing I took from the juries: it looks like if you do a fairly basic contemporary song, you're going to do well. Uh, We had The Winner with Austria, we had Sweden coming second, and Germany doing very, very well as well. Mm. I don't think any of those songs are particular standouts, but they're just good,
0: solid, you would hear that on the radio song. Yeah, and I think you could say the same for last year, probably uh, very much around us, Australia, and I would say also Norway, who did very well last year, with a really basic song. And all of those songs have in common is that, yep, they are contemporary. You could hear them on mainstream radio, but the thing is, that's not original. No, no. And what it comes down to is I think there's some transparency needed a little bit in terms of why people vote the way that they do. And I've seen some good, um, actually, you know, our friend Liv from Australia, as she pointed out, it's like, you know what, they need to at least, and maybe they do this and we don't know, make notes. They have to tell why they voted in this way. Even if it's not public, at least that's something for the EBU to lease least. Go and say, hang on, this makes no sense. Yeah. Because at the moment, we look at results and you're still having some political results there and people still voting in a way. But, you know, yeah. at least if they have to put pen to paper and tell you why based on the criteria, maybe that's something.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, anyway, out of the competition, there, we yes. did get a winner. We did. And it was Israel Netta Toy. you.
0: We've mixed well there was a bit of a roller coaster this song because obviously we went in with a massive favourite rehearsals came out went right down Even from the semi-final, it didn't win its semi-final, didn't win the public vote in its semi-final, and then came back in, smashed In the end, kind of won by almost 100 points. I think it was the best song to win on the night, overall looking at things, but I think it won in despite of its staging. It won because of her... The song itself is very catchy and very different and grabs you. But I thought the staging was quite poor. And I think they were lucky to get away with it, to be honest.
1: I agree. We were on the ground. We went to the uh, jury semi-final on the Monday night. Yeah. And we commented, it's losing steam. It looked like it was really, really losing steam. Yep. But somehow she, man- she managed, I'm yes. going to say. yes, She managed to get it together and really build some momentum behind it. Mm. And really sell it because... I agree with you, that staging is nothing special. A few waving cats and some dancers.
0: And bubbles, which made no sense on TV. Yeah,
1: but somehow she managed to just re-hitch it to the wagon and off they went again. Um, I really was surprised it won by the margin. It did, to be honest. Uh, But I I can't say it It didn't deserve to win because it ultimately won the public vote.
0: I think we saw at the jury final when we both went, oh, actually, wow, that's really improved. Yeah, She's going to get a good jury score out of that. And she did. She came third in the juries. And that ultimately, I think, was... Yeah, I mean, other it did win the televote too as, as well. Mm-hmm. But it had to have a good jury score and it did. And it, it really helped matters. And that's when we both went, actually... We're back on the up again there. And I think after We Pretty Good Friends, we really thought Israel was back in it to win it. Definitely,
1: definitely. It seems to have gone really well. It is the most watched YouTube uh, clip ever on the Eurovision channel.
0: It's also the most disliked of all time as well, (laughs) isn't it? It certainly does. There's been a lot of feeling. I saw my general once a year watches on Facebook and stuff. Absolute love for it and absolute hate. It doesn't seem to be a lot of grey in the middle. That's very true. Very true. As far as
1: charts go, I think it's made the top 10 in three places. Yep. Uh, and top 20 in a few others, probably about a four or five others. So it's, it's had some reasonable success. Yep. Compared to some other Eurovision winners. So yeah, true, you know, true. Yeah. Um, let's talk mm. about perhaps 2019 and where Netta's led us. Hmm. Uh, That seems to be the big controversy that's come out of the competition. Is possible hosting
0: for next year? What's going on?
1: Uh, Who knows at this
0: point? At the moment, it's totally TBC. And I think that's where it should be. I think it's probably Israel's own fault in this way in terms of declaring Jerusalem the host city um on the night um that came from Netanyahu I found that very disappointing um I mm. really politicized it unfortunately because it was a political situation at the moment it wasn't just like someone saying hey we're we going to sydney it it was politi- politically I'm sorry charged. that was
1: well and truly premeditated yes. we're going to jerusalem yep. that just didn't Netanyahu came out, out yeah totally
0: so that was disappointing but mm. at the same time I think it's going to happen in Israel. It'll probably end up being Jerusalem, but I think the EBU slapped them down and go, hang on, no, 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 this isn't on your terms. Mm. (laughs) They had had MPs going to invite Saudi Arabia Uh, and (laughs) and all sorts of things going on. It was very odd there for a while. Yeah, and I don't think we should ever lose sight of the fact that the
1: competition is run by the EBU. Traditionally, the winner will get the opportunity to host, but it's never a given. No. And uh, the EBU will do what's best for the competition. Exactly. And everybody who wins should keep that in mind. Um, it is. It is interesting. Um, you know, I personally think it'll end up going Israel's way. Yeah. So. Uh, and will we'll end up in Jerusalem next year? Will we see um, boycotts if, if we, that happens? To be honest, I, I can't see mass boycotts or anything like that. To mm. be honest, we might have some gnashing of teeth. A few broadcasters may say, "Well, oh, we're not comfortable with it," but end up going. Yeah. There'll be... Whatever's going to happen, there's going to be drama. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's
0: guaranteed drama. I don't
1: know if it'll be on the Kiev level, but... uh... I think we're going to, there's going to be drama.
0: I don't remember talking to people uh, over there and they look, hey, we went to Kiev. We were in the middle of a war zone. There was a war zone. So you know, so there's there's a lot of factors in there. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, more news to come on that one. I'm sure. No, no, no doubt about that one. So let's
1: talk about the competition also. Let's talk about the entries that we wear, we think raised the game or raised yeah. their stakes from from the. Reporting. Or might been surprised us or, or might have surprised us yes. exactly. Um, let, let's go through a few. Let's talk about our runner-up, Cyprus.
0: Oh yeah i mean
1: secretly we both wanted it to win on the night didn't we i did because i really do love the performance and i love the song and i'll say i love the song more than toy yeah um so i yeah second place is still fantastic for cyprus
0: best ever result coming into it everyone loved the song i was a bit like is it just that kind of eurovision fan um gay community fan kind of song and um she really elevated it because that Mm. song can come 17th yeah um at best top 10 sometimes but God, that performance was yeah. just fan bloody tastic! It's just
1: energy from start oh. to go, isn't it? The minute she she walks out. out there, yeah, um, she just gives it a hundred percent, and it just worked.
0: Best performance totally. of anyone,
1: yeah, totally no, elevated. No, no that wonder song. she was puffing away at the end of it. The poor thing, <laughs> uh, even just squeezing into that outfit, I would how, have been. We try to work away. out how she put that on. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, sewed into it, maybe, possibly, possibly. Yeah. Let's talk about the well, the song that came third. I was in Italy. In the public voter camp. In the public voter camp, that's right. Yep. Um, Certainly,
0: I didn't see that coming. No, I think... Look, uh, when we watched it back yesterday, I can make more sense of it. I think when you watch it, purely as it is, it is a couple of Italian guys, well, one Albanian, one Italian, getting quite angry about stuff that you can't understand. Now, this song and this video got out across Europe quite a lot beforehand. The message was conveyed really quite well with those video graphics Mm -hmm. everyone in Europe knew what that was about it was an anti-terrorism song and that message is incredibly strong that unites everybody like some other messages that we might talk about later don't unite everybody and it was done very clearly and very effectively and they did dial down the angry to a point It, it it felt very defiant so I make more sense of it now, but I think they did a really good job of translating what the song was about, even though people didn't understand the language.
1: I think you made the point, within the first few seconds, we saw the words Paris, London and Nice. Yeah. So you didn't need and to... And yeah, yeah. And you didn't need to draw too much of a bow about no. what they were talking about. Exactly. Uh, one of those ones, I think the lyrics, as much as I think they can be quite cringy, having the lyrics behind you or projected yep. or uh, onto the screen, it kind of worked for it this. It did kind of work for it. And the boys did dial down the a bit. So, yeah, well done to them. Well done. One I'm going to put my hand up for, because I didn't see this coming, um, was Germany. Did very, very well. Fourth in the juries, sixth in the public vote for a fourth overall. Mm. Um, Look, you know, I should probably start on this one. Mm -hmm. Um, I still don't like the song. (laughs) I'm just going to say that now. I get it's accessible, it's it's radio... um, But, yeah, and it obviously struck a chord very much with the public. I don't understand why it was so well received by the juries. They are supposed to be marking on originality. uh, And vocal, which was okay. Uh, His vocal was solid and his originality was zero. Yeah. Um, So don't really get it. But anyway, well done to him. And and you know what? It seemed to convey quite well chart-wise around Europe as well. So
0: Yeah, look... Uh, again, I kind of agree with you a little bit there. I think we did sleep on this one and we probably let our own personal views get into the way because there was a lot of people I knew like who don't watch it very often who kept saying, I really like Germany's song. Plus the fact that everybody's lost somebody and that song did really resonate, especially with a lot of males and losing a father or grandfather. Kept hearing that constantly. And Mm. again, connection, uh, easy to listen to, understandable song. And then they... Wheeled in their LEDs. Uh, which they cheated. Yeah, uh, but anyway. No, they did not cheat.
1: Totally point. against the spirit of the competition, but anyway, well that done, Germany, matter. fourth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk about somebody else who yeah. did very, very well. Obviously, they won the juries, Austria. I think mm-hmm. that uh, sort of elevated from where we thought it may have.
0: Look, I'll uh, brought... say they did a really good job of make, getting the best out of him by just sticking him and not having to move mm-hmm. or do much and put him on a big platform for a long time. Because yeah. he's not the most... Uh, he's, a, uh, he's a very good-looking plank of wood to be very nice to him who can sing really well. He didn't really engage that great with the crowd afterwards. But overall... That elevated the song to be a performance that I was worried he wouldn't be able to do. Yeah, if he just stood there on stage the whole time, it would not be. It wouldn't have come where it came.
1: Well, the first two thirds of the song, where he was on the stage and everything, or on the platform, worked, and then he had to like awkwardly jump off it, run around the front while yeah. he was singing, and then I don't know. Yeah, anyway, it wasn't
0: great. But look, I understand why. it Thirteenth really. in
1: the public vote, so maybe not everyone in, in Europe was
0: buying it. So. Yeah. But it was still, I thought he put in a solid performance. Great vocal, very contemporary song, a much better version of Isaiah's mm. song last year, sung better. So exactly. It was always going to do well with
1: Jerry's. He exactly. Hated what he was wearing, but that's another story. Uh, let's talk about one that I recognise sleeping on, and I'll, I'll put my hand up for this one, was Lithuania. Yeah. Um, yeah, very,
0: very good performance. Amazing job of getting that pretty basic song. Yep. Yeah. And turning that feeling about, you know, the, when we we're old, we we're like, well, how are they going to get this video mm. across on stage? And they use those projections really well. She emoted really well. The sitting on the floor thing. It worked.
1: No, they did sort of tug the heartstrings, didn't they? They and, did. and, and, Without being over the, you know, overly gratuitous, gratuitous about it. Yeah. They did. They
0: just did enough to, to get you going, oh, my God, you know, yeah. this is actually quite sweet. You know, they milked everything out of that song. She finished just outside oh, the top 10. Totally. But this was not even going to be a qualifier for ages. Exactly. And even then it was like 20s. So. Terri-
1: terrific result for her. Terrific result and for Lithuania. Lithuania, one of their better performances yeah, ever. Really, really good. Um, and the final one we want to talk about is uh, Ireland. Mm. Yeah. Again, one of those ones I'll put alongside Lithuania. I didn't think was going to get out of the semifinal. Ends up being in the final and doing quite well. Um, At one stage, it was third with the bookies. Oh, and didn't all the Irish
0: (laughs) fans tell us about it?
1: (laughs) Which goes to tell you how much you should be listening to bookies at times, which was ludicrous. It was never going to come third or never third favourite to win. It did very well, 14th with the jury, 16th with the public. Mm. I just think it did a good job of selling what it had.
0: Yeah, look, I think they did a, a good job of translating that um, viral video, the same-sex mm-hmm. couple. We've touched on this enough. We won't go back there. We'll talk mm-hmm. about the staging on this one. They did make that a very effective, and the snow was very good. His voice was off. It's probably one of the weakest vocals in yes, there. It but was. it goes to show you how much that staging elevated that song without it. I don't think it would have been in the final, and it certainly wouldn't have come where it came.
1: You know, in our review of the song, I did say I liked the song. It was a basic radio song, which I quite like. Yeah, true. But so, but I didn't really expect it to make the final and do so well. But well done, Ireland. It was
0: nice to see Ireland back. In it final. And the fans are great. So the Irish fans, I must say, are mm. some of the greatest Saw fans. Saw a lot
1: of Irish flags in Lisbon. Yeah. Saw a lot of them.
0: I saw a lot of Irish drinkers in the uh, (laughs) Eurovision Square, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about
1: perhaps the other side of the coin here, songs that perhaps didn't rise to the occasion. Mm. Let's start with, well, our tip to win it, Yep, France. What happened, Dale? What
0: went wrong? They didn't translate the song live. Um, And even then, even though it's a song that people can actually quite like without knowing what it's about... The staging was a bit odd after the first, the first 30 seconds were really good on mm, stage. The dry and ice. And black the... And the ice and whatever. Yeah. And then they, they, they come down to make a thing about the wave and the crowd, but it kind of ended up f- falling a little bit like Belgium did as well. It's not a flag-waving song. So all you saw was a lot of people in a flag-waving song in this red... And then the wave was all in red. Why not even make it like the ocean and be blue? Blue yeah. worked really well, I thought, for that song. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen many
1: red oceans.
0: <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> but like the thing is, it just didn't convey it across at all. Um, and they just really failed to do that. And to be honest, if we'd seen, if we were in the media centre yeah, um, and we saw that performance in the jury final, we would not have been predicting that to win.
1: Because to be honest, when you're, when you're in the stadium, everyone quite liked France. Yeah. Um, and we certainly did during the uh, jury final. Yeah. But once you saw it on the screen, it just didn't translate
0: at didn't all. Didn't connect. And it, no. It, and also, it didn't have a very good slot. Czech Republic mm. came straight afterwards and buried it. Oh, yeah. Perhaps it was towards the end. It probably would have done a bit better, but it would ever have won. Yeah. They'd be very disappointed finishing outside the top 10. However... France have had a good run the last few yeah, years i I'm, I'm going to put down to another botched
1: French staging there's uh, a to consistency be honest because they, they had a really good song there that should have been in the top ten yeah how it didn't well yeah it's got to go down to uh that's got to, got to go down, down to the, to the staging. staging yeah all right <laughs>
0: talking about botching staging over the years
1: <laughs> oh here we go australia <laughs> Australia wow. wow.
0: Mm, yep. Okay, we could go on for hours, but we're not. No, we'll keep
1: so, tight. <laughs> but certainly didn't hit expectations. Again, one of the pre-show favourites, yep. at least being in the top 10, ended in 20th. Yep.
0: Talk us through it, Dale. Uh, thanks for the poison chalice there. Um, look, it, we've touched on this a lot. I think really what it came down to is uh, probably there's, there was not one factor. Everyone no. was trying to say it was just one thing. And it was just a combination of things. Combination really was the staging was poor. Let's, yep. let's be honest. There were elements of the staging that was quite like the start, but there was it never hit its straps. It never went anywhere. There was no element of surprise. It didn't give us any peaks or troughs. On top of that... You had five or six female banger songs this year. You had Slovenia, you had UK, you had Finland, you had us, you had Israel and you had Cyprus. Israel and Cyprus nailed it. The rest of them did it and the rest of them flopped badly all in the 20s. Four female and we all got fuegoed, basically. Mm. So that's pretty much Cyprus did a much better job of it. Yeah, other people probably aren't always going to vote for us and pick up the phone so that was always going to impact us. I kind of felt where the juries had us midfield was about where we were um, for the juries and maybe 20th for the public vote saying that nine points would have finished us about 21st last year and mm. 20th another year and it was an increase on two points last year so <laughs> we're, we're going up <laughs> we certainly
1: did yeah look I, I you know looking back at it again
0: last night it
1: was messy yeah unfortunately it was messy it was messy on the staging it was messy vocally it was visually messy the whole thing i i yeah i just we fell at the last hurdle. Really, we, really we had did. all the elements, and we just couldn't put it together and bake the pie. Yeah. Unfortunately,
0: and her vocal was probably her weakest vocal on the grand final
1: night. Totally, yeah, totally. We'd seen it. We'd seen it perform. We'd seen it performed in the preview parties, and she hit every note. And then we get to the big dance, and it oh, just just didn't really get there.
0: No, she so, tried to do different things on the night, which is a little bit odd, but very odd. But either you're
1: struggling, and you're, you're yeah. perhaps trying something new. Maybe, but but overall, again, it wasn't that one
0: factor. No, it wasn't the one no, 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 factor. No, no. It was just I'm not, I'm not
1: blaming Jessica. No, no definitely not, n- not at all. But
0: it. at the end, we still made the final. Our hundred yeah. percent qualification record is intact, and, and it was something. It was a stadium show. Yeah,
1: everyone in the stadium quite enjoyed it. In fact, they started booing when we got uh, yeah. we got announced as the lowest televote. Yeah, there was a, a degree of shock and booing going on, as opposed to Sweden where there was cheering. Yeah, but anyway, that's a story for another time. And
0: Sasha Jean Baptiste is not coming back <laughs> next year. (laughs) I will lead a protest against that. I was dubious from the start, and that was founded. (laughs) Okay, the other one, that flopped. The other one for
1: us that flopped, we're going to say Norway. Mm. Norway. um, You know, let's face it, it was never a great song. No. Never, never a great song. But he got 16th with the jury's
0: 11th with the tally vote. But, by gosh, he was flat. So flat. You watch that national final performance in Norway, and yes, you've got a whole crowd cheering you and loving you, and maybe that's part of the reason. Um, but he's got he, this massive smile and he's shining and he's
1: really believing in the song. And then you see that final performance yeah. and you're like, "Are you just
0: going through the motions, mate? What he, are you doing?" Going through the motions. He looked. I, it was uncomfortable to watch at times and mm. gave me no feelings whatsoever. He won the semi final, which yeah. I think was a better performance than the final. I don't know, like how, maybe he saw his running order and thought he didn't have a chance even though he won the semi. I mean, something was
1: off. apparently he was crook throughout yeah. the
0: two weeks and it would
1: be very difficult to, to come out there and give it your all. I mean, but to me, I, I don't know, was he even at 60%? Was he at 50%? 50. He's normally, he's a guy that's got charisma, whether you like him or not. He's a showman and he's got charisma. I didn't see it at all. If I was Norwegian, I'd be so disappointed. Mm. And actually, I'd be just... so disappointed I didn't send Rebecca. But anyway, yeah, same. I think we, we missed that female big ballad this year. Yeah, I must she might have done really, really well. But mm. yeah,
0: just just didn't go anywhere on the night there for uh, for uh, for Norway. Yep. Right. Look, we've we've had our ups and downs. Um, we've had our review. Let's. We did this last year. Our awards. Let's do some awards. Come Dale. on. You know, they matter so much to people. <laughs> We <laughs> People really care about who we think was the best vocalist, our but come on, let's share it anyway. A jury have got together, both of us.
1: <laughs> so let's talk about awards yeah. for best vocal, Dale. We're not going to change this by gender. It's it's all mixed in together. It's all mixed in. We're all about equality. We came up with three. Yes. Short list. Short list of three.
0: Um, and our special mentions go to Austria. Definitely, you can't doubt that it was an, an amazing vocal performance. When he hits those high bits at the end, well done, excellent. He was
1: very good vocally. Yep. Um, and also, our special mention goes to Sarah
0: from Finland. Unbelievable vocal! I thought she hit every note. How the jury put her that low is criminal. I but know. Just fantastic, brilliant. I would have loved to hear a, a big old ballad like Domino. Yeah, yeah. Domino's a and really also, good. she
1: came straight after Australia and basically shot us down in like, woof bad, vocally badly. Bad. Yeah. But our winner of the vocal, best vocal, will be... (laughs) Albania! Jugend pepper. Well, I've got to say, look, he was stunning, absolutely, in the stadium and also on the screen. I did have a couple of issues with some of those very, very high notes towards the end, but just generally, though,
0: effortless, just smashed it. Just absolutely smashed it. unbelievable, and I'm so happy he came eleven. It would have been nice to see him sneak into the 10. He was leading the jury votes for a while there. Yeah, he was. Uh, and deservedly so. I think they just did a really good job of it. They really showcased his vocals, and he seems much more relaxed um, and he just seemed to enjoy it. Well done. Yeah. Brilliant performance. Cracking performance. Very simple. Very yep. simply staged. Very simply done. It's all but about showing those vocals off, and he did a cracking job. Absolutely. Nailed it every single time. Good stuff,
1: Albania. Let's go to our best staging. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> best staging. Oh, there's, you know. There's, well, we've narrowed this one down. Let's have a quick about our uh, honourable
0: mentions. Mm. Let's go with Denmark to start with, Dale. Look, I know you weren't a fan, but come on. That was. Any other year, it probably wouldn't have worked with LEDs and everything, but this year that worked perfectly. A couple sails up, some wind machines, some Vikings walking around, the great poses, pure classic Eurovision, um, and the snow, come on, like they got all the things right.
1: Well, I agree with you, and this is why it's in there. because <laughs> You agree? I agree? with you with you, because this is a staging category. Yes. <laughs> it's not a song category, because I think the song was basic and awful. It was.
0: I mean basic, but not awful.
1: But the staging, they captured it. They captured the, the essence of the song. Yes, there was some stomping and Viking snow yeah. going around, but that's exactly what the song needed. Yes. And they really hit it perfectly. So it maximised what that terrible song had. So yeah, that's why it's in there. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the other honourable mention we have here. Czech Republic, Miklos, from a bloke that was pretty severely injured in his first rehearsal to be able to come out and put on that performance... I know. He did his flip and everything. Yeah. And the way
0: it was shot. It did feel like you were watching a video clip at times. It was so so simply done, but mm. so effective. Yeah. And also very young and fresh. Like, that was actually real contemporary stuff. And the jury marked that one down. Don't get... I don't know why that one went down. <laughs> mm. But it was so well done. I'm not surprised um, it did really well with the teleboat.
1: Staging-wise, I thought it was great. Very uh, great colour. Use of colours. The popping yeah. and everything. I thought it was really, really Haven't good. Czech
0: Republic come a long way from throwing a shoe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was the, that was the crux of the performance. through a shoe. Uh, so they've come so far, I'm really they proud have, of them. They have them. Well
1: done, Czech Republic, and yeah. well done, Nikolaš, because what a comeback. And that, that was, was yeah, fantastic. Good stuff. But our winner for the best staging goes to your
0: good friends, Dorados from Moldova. Moldova, they, come on, we all know that they deserve <laughs> this. That staging was brilliant. I could not stop laughing. I just absolutely enjoyed it. It was clever. It was. It was so well done. And again, so right for this year. I would think in other yeah. years we probably would struggle. It was always going to capture attention, but I don't know if they would have gone for that concept. Mm-hmm. So well executed. Loved every second of that.
1: Again, right back where I was with Denmark. I never was a big fan of the song. But my God, the staging was perfect for the song. And when you saw, for me personally that YouTube clip of what was going on behind yep. you knew exactly how intricate yep. and how they had to nail all those timings and it was just so well done. It
0: just kept going up and up and up for me. I loved it, but it felt like this cheesy guilty love. <laughs> and I loved it a lot more. It was in my ten. By the end it was in my top three. Yeah. I adored this. They really did pull it off. I watch when you talk yeah. about iconic performers, I watch that again and again and again. Yeah.
1: No, I likewise. Yeah. And I'm never quite bored of it. No. I think it's quite good. I kept <laughs> sitting there going, really? Wow, how do they Time it so well. How do yep. time it so well? But well done, Moldova. Yep. Well done. Uh, let's look at our next category. It's our best dressed, because you know we're quite the fashionistas, do Well, I. you are, actually. You yeah. love a bit of Project Runway, so <laughs> I did lead you, let you lead this one. Well, let's start with our, our um, honourable mentions. Now, this was a bit of your suggestion, I'm
0: going to yes. say, but I'm kind of in agreement. Serbia. Yeah, look, to be honest, and I think this comes down to the fact that they really elevated things for them overall, and I thought they looked amazing, and it looked visually fantastic, the way they all worked together. So it wasn't just one dress or the way he was dressed. Hmm. Let's ignore... Einstein on the flute over in the corner (laughs) or whatever was going on there. I have no idea what was going on talking about the three women and the guy and I thought they looked fantastic and they worked together really well. I I thought they looked fantastic. They did actually tweak those outfits throughout the week and I kind of liked the
1: ones previously but the black bodices and everything worked on the women. They did have a sort of high
0: priestess sort of feel about it. They went for a look they went for Luke, and then they got it spot on. They did, they, whether you
1: like it or not. They committed to it, and they wanted to, well and truly captured it. Uh, let's go with our other honourable mention: Neighbours, Croatia. Yes, ah, oh,
0: she looked amazing. She look, she looked stunning. And God, you know what? We should probably put her in vocal too. Her vocal was amazing. <laughs> she was, yeah. Shame about the dog of a song, but yeah. like, wow. Like, she looked
1: incredible. Yeah, that's how you look classy, and it was a real Eurovision dress, and it was fantastic. She looked amazing. Totally. totally. Absolutely amazing. Was, only, one, only one clear winner though, wasn't there? There was one clear winner, and it was Cyprus, Eleni. Mm. Oh, what an outfit. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. I'm still, as we said earlier, we're still scratching our heads out she actually got into it. Yeah. Um, obviously, everyone is familiar with the glissary bodysuit. Yes. Um, and for me, the way I loved about it is it was sexy and provocative without being slutty. Yes, you know it showed enough skin, yeah, uh, and it certainly showed off her figure, yeah. But without being crass, yes, that's and it, and it could have easily have gone yeah. to that level.
0: Totally, there was yeah. probably only like a you know a few shades of grey somewhere else to get there, mm-hmm. but it was so perfect for the song. It was so perfect for her. She is a gorgeous woman, oh, and God, so if I look, like, you know, she looks fantastic, and it made it showed her off in a really great family friendly way.
1: I agree. Totally agree. Uh, let's talk about the other side of the coin on this one, Dale. The worst dressed. Mm. Uh, what are we? Let's have a couple of our dishonourable mentions, I guess we should
0: call them. Mm. Let's start with Belgium. Oh yeah, it wasn't good. It was. I didn't mind the top half. She Look, she's an, uh, she's a bit of an unusual kooky cat, and yep. it, and part of the outfit kind of suited her, and I could see her probably wearing it, but no, 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 no. It was bad. <laughs> the bottom down, was and bad. And it didn't come across well on television either. No, that's the problem. I, I yeah. didn't
1: really see what they were trying to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything they got wrong on that. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. everything I didn't think was really. either. It's a shame. This one I'm putting in there, Dale. I know you're a bit resistant on this one. Jessica from Australia. Yeah just it's a no Dale. it's yeah. just a
0: no oh look I, I don't disagree like, I mean sorry I, yeah I don't disagree like I think the problem was is Jess was looking fantastic mm. she really was if you looked at any of her Instagram stuff she was looking the best she's looked in ages and god that didn't show her off the no. best possible way
1: the only thing I liked about it was the colour the cut the whole thing, the draping,
0: everything else was awful. Yeah, the color, you know what? Actually, really sparkled in this. stadium. Exactly, the color actually worked quite the well. The color was, was fine. What we were using in the background, even though it was what we used in the background, it just, was awful. It was
1: not flattering. It just didn't suit her at all, and yeah. it just didn't come across well on television oh no. at all. That's a shame. It is a shame. But there was clearly so <laughs> an entry that was the worst dressed, and it was Macedonia. There's no going away around it. IQ. Oh, where do we even
0: start with this one? Well, the thing is, a lot of people really hated the the pink dress as it stood before there was the reveal. I didn't hate that pink thing. You could also tell it was going to be a reveal. The the, the backward jacket? The backward jacket. Okay. I mean, it wasn't good, but I could kind of forgive it. And then there was a reveal. And that is the worst outfit I have ever seen at Eurovision, full stop. Yeah. Not just 2018. How do you make someone look like that when obviously she's gorgeous?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh
0: my God. And it
1: didn't show off her assets (laughs) at all.
0: No. No. And like... I,
1: to me personally I would have refused to put that on and wear it when at, what what at what stage do you go no what? I am just not going out in front of two hundred million people this is the greatest wearing in your life
0: exactly who looked in the mirror and said that that <laughs> should, that looks great she got dressed
1: in the dark that's all I that's all I can say because you can't you can't you can't say that's flattering to your no
0: no just or like I oh, know we could get in dangerous territory no, here or no. you say that is no well. seriously it makes barbara dex that original out, outfit that she had, she oh. did herself, which is awful. That makes that look good. Yeah, seriously, that's the worst outfit I've ever seen I at just Eurovision. I can't believe anyone. The any worst could, one.
1: Just cannot believe anyone would design that and think it looks good. Oh. Anyway, let's move away from that. Dialogue. Yes, we can see we're outraged. <laughs> um, let's talk about. Let's talk about those songs that didn't quite make it to the Saturday. Yep. Our best non qualifier. Yes. Honorable mentions. Let's start with Malta.
0: Yeah. Look. I thought she did a really good job in the end. Look, I think when I went back and listened to TV, I thought the vocal maybe wasn't as strong as I hmm. thought in the stadium. But I liked the staging. I like what they did. I liked the song. Um, I thought, uh, look, I thought they could have had a chance, but then we saw the results and they were last in the televote. Yeah. I was surprised Very by that. Very odd about that one. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Um, look,
1: she did, for what is a fairly basic pop song, Bring a pretty good performance, I thought. And in that semi-final, I was quite surprised she didn't sneak through. Yeah. I thought it could have. Um, It was a little overblown at times, but so is the whole song. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's Eurovision. Yeah, it is Eurovision. But uh, yeah, we thought she was a little bit unlucky. Uh, All right, let's go for another honourable mention. (laughs) It's probably my doing. Azerbaijan. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Didn't get through in a very, very tough semi-final one. And he came 11th, though. Yeah, true. 12th in the jury. And
0: 12th in the public. Yeah, because there's a weird kind of up and down, um, that one. And she only just lost out to Sarah. Yeah, to Sarah. And to be honest, I think Sarah should have gone through ahead of Azerbaijan. Mm -hmm. But I thought Azerbaijan were very unlucky not to go through. They probably just missed a couple of things with that. They could have... I thought the staging looked great. And then they had that weird globe thing that didn't really work. And her kind of running around. I know, they
1: didn't <laughs> shoot it very well. You could see her running from one thing to
0: another and people running around. Some of the shots were great, and yeah. then some of the shots were a little bit off. For me, it was very
1: classic Eurovision on top of those sort of stylized mountains. I watched that one again. Yeah, totally. totally. I, mean, I thought she looked great in her white dress and everything like that. I thought it looked really good. bit unlucky not to get through. But um, And I
0: think you pushed this one for our Pest Non-Qualifier, Switzerland. Yep. I, yeah. I stand by this 100%. I think they did a great... Song, great job of elevating this song because it starts really well and you like the song and then you get a bit bored but then they kept bringing stuff. Like I know people sort of make fun of it but I love the flair. Yeah. And she's like whatever <laughs> and she says her stuff and I thought they did a cracking... They couldn't have done more with that because their staging at that national final was horrendous. Yeah. And that was really good. It was good on TV, good in the stadium, they did good vocal and it was a good rock kind of
1: soft rock song it was it was I think that it certainly elevated live to what I thought the, the studio brought look I'm gonna uh, I think there were some issues with the shots that they chose and stuff like that but ultimately it was a really good performance well but look
0: there's, there's issues with every song that hasn't qualified true. here true, I true, don't true. think there was any robberies this year no I, I think the right 26 songs were in the final mm.
1: and I mean she only got they, they only got 15th in the uh, public vote so yeah just didn't connect kind of says it, it doesn't connect with the, with the I thought
0: uh, they would have done better than the jury mm. yeah but anyway oh well Let's
1: talk about our biggest surprises. Mm, There were some big ones. There were some ones. There was.
0: So let's talk about, first of all, Austria winning the jury. Yeah. Come on. No one saw that coming. We thought it would do well in the jury. Austria didn't see that coming. No one saw that coming. Everyone in the stadium was quite pleased when it got 13th in the televote. There was a
1: cheer. I will say straight (laughs) away, you were very adamant that this was a jury song and it would do well with the juries. Yeah. That was the whole reason why they entered it. But no one ever imagined it coming first. No. Christ. Uh, all right, that
0: was one of our biggest surprises. Second one, the Swedish Televote. Uh, oh come on, we all know that was a big surprise. Mm. The song was was pretty good, and the performance was I thought more of a, a good TV performance. But we have seen the, the, the we have last or something. I think it came twenty third, wasn't it? Ooh, wasn't yeah, good. yeah well, well, it was not good. Like really, the the, sh- the, but also the cheering, the cheering in the stadium. Was yeah. very interesting. Yeah. And I think this goes to Show is like, I think the safeness of Sweden has worn off now. They, they've got ca- totally capable of bringing a bring a song, but then, you know, that's it.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to say uh, probably the only last one we'll talk
0: about is Italy with yep. their televotes. Yeah. Coming third. It yeah. really did translate, didn't it? I, look, even if it translated well, coming third is just, wow, yeah. too much.
1: Like, yeah. come on. Particularly as it was such a disparity between the jury. Uh, score where they were very much on the lower half of the yeah. the right hand side, and then to come third, um, as we probably said, got the message across better than France did with their with their message. So draw first half, they go and come third. I don't think. Yeah, fair enough. They did yeah. come, they did finish the show. All right, last couple that we're going to sign off on here, best personality of the uh, Eurovision twenty Con- eighteen congeniality. Mm-hmm. Yes, pretty much. Honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Let's start with Iceland.
0: Oh, he was
1: fantastic. Wasn't he? He was oh, terrific. Ari. He was, and he was really into the whole spirit of it. And you could see, even if he didn't qualify, he was still enjoying the experience and really bringing the love.
0: Yeah. Uh, was seemed to be very good friends with a lot of the other performers as well. So, obviously a very... Cool cat, very what? talented guy, he yeah. sang at um OJ Cafe and he did this amazing medley oh, of songs. He did he was he? singing as like a, like real high female ones, so really like like a really great range. Yeah. Uh, very entertaining. Come back, Ari, everyone wants him back. Yeah,
1: totally come back. yeah, totally come back. Um we're going to give another honourable mention to
0: Australia. Yeah, she, yes. was, she was amazing. She was. Everyone loved her. She had so much love in the stadium. She had a lot of love from the other contestants. She would smile and you just... Oh, how could you not love her? Yeah. But yeah. you know what? It takes more than a personality to get some votes. Exactly. And that's what Australia has to Gra- realise. Great ambassador for us, Jess. Well done. Definitely.
1: Uh, but our, our pick for the best personality for 2018 has to go to UK's Suri.
0: Oh, champion. Wow. And just not just... For the competition, but from the whole lead in from the get go, from the way she interacted with fans on Twitter, the way she responded and dealt with the UK media crap she had to before Mm. the contest itself. Then you get a stage invader come on halfway through. She picks up the microphone because she's like, Oh, well, that's mine. (laughs) She said on an interview and then finishes off the most iconic performance ever. Just a champion, absolute love everywhere for Sue Rick. And we
1: watched the EBU feed of the
0: grand final yesterday, and
1: they've edited it out mm. the stage invader, and they've put her uh, jury f- grand final performance in. What a, what a travesty! You've just you've just killed what what made
0: her. Grand final performance, fantastic. Exactly. I, look, I don't sanitize things. Don't pretend yeah. things didn't ah, happen. It's just whitewash history. Well, the thing is, they'll be like, "Oh, well, we don't want to give him attention and encourage it." You well, know what? Blur it out. It was about Suri. Yeah, it was. And yeah. that really bugs me. I'm really annoyed about that. Yeah,
1: because I think her her ultimate triumph has been tried to be erased from history, and that just shouldn't happen. And that was
0: the moment of the entire competition for me. Yeah, yeah.
1: but we'll all remember Suri. Oh, she's legend. fantastic, and I'm sure she'll be back, probably doing backing vocals for Belgium next year probably hopefully without some stage invaders Look, and we're gonna finish off with top props our best props yes. of the year and there was a, the prop was back to a degree this year
0: probably not as much as we thought you know what because the props that we use were pretty rubbish. There was like the mountain, the robots. Oh, yeah. They, there was a lot of bad, the roses. Yeah, there, there was, was a some, lot of bad props. There were some
1: bad props. Um, but let's give some, a couple of honourable mentions here. Estonia with her projection dress. We always knew that was coming.
0: And it worked really well.
1: It did. It did. I know there was some gnashing of teeth about there was a wrong projection. I don't think so. I that was, was just me, Michael. I <laughs> thought the whole thing was quite stunning, really. first half was amazing. Second was. half,
0: I still have question marks. Fair
1: enough. But great result for them. Yeah. Good to see Estonia back in the ten. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Uh, best props, and also let's give it to Melvin, Count Melvin.
0: Yes, <laughs> come on, that was amazing. That was what an
1: opening! What that. an <laughs> opening!
0: Yeah, we talk about bringing back the crazy. Like no. you started it with a Ukrainian vampire, right, basically
1: coming, coming out of a, a, a piano. <laughs> you know, sometimes I do go, "Oh God," like I cringe about the novelty and people saying it's very kitschy Eurovision. But then you see that and you go, need it. You know come what? On. It kind of works. I
0: loved every second
1: of it. Good on him. Good on him. Loved it. But we've already mentioned them before. Best props has to go to Moldova with their wall. (laughs) Yeah. The wall of shame or whatever it is. I'm not really sure. (laughs) It was fantastic. Yeah. It was just so professionally well done.
0: So iconic.
1: Well Well done. done. Well done. Well done. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there. That's it. I think we've prattled on for enough.
0: We have. We have.
1: Uh, So that is our little wash up in awards for 2018. We're not going to finish off the
0: season on that, though. No. Well, I think the thing is, you could, we've, we are in all post-Eurovision depression, but there's a lot of things going on. You, if you're not a member of your OJ fan club, join now, because yeah. there's a Second Chance contest. Yes. Which is all the national final songs who didn't make it to Eurovision. There's a whole other contest of those exactly. songs. Exactly.
1: 27 songs to rate and, and
0: review. Totally. And you get to vote on that, and we're going to do a podcast episode on that. We and will And there's be. a few other competitions as well. So Definitely. there'll be a couple of more podcasts, but they certainly won't be weekly Anymore. Exactly. But before we sign off on 2018, we mm. want to
1: say thank you to a few people we met in Lisbon as oh, well. of course. Uh, we met the amazing Ellie and Elaine from ESC Insight. Oh, that
0: was fantastic. They
1: even put us on their podcast.
0: Oh, like. they probably had to edit us a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one could understand our accents. I'm sure their ratings plummeted uh, after that It was that so one. nice to meet
0: them. So oh, lovely. Brilliant. And
1: gave us gifts and everything. Just so oh, sweet. Love them. So a big shout out to those ladies. And then we also met the wonderful Sebastian. Oh, yes. Deben. And, of course, the
0: irrepressible Bernardo from weewee blogs as well. Oh, God, that yeah, exactly. And poor Bernardo, he was doing... Like work a, everywhere. I was working like. harder than Elaney. Like yeah. seriously, yeah, he was doing a lot of work. You really appreciate the effort. Like we do this, and we do put a lot of work into it. But mm. wow, there's an there's another level that I don't think we want to go to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> we want to go and have a drink occasionally, have a good yeah. time at Eurovision too. Uh, and also, <laughs> all the
1: fans, the OJ members that we met over there, that came so up, many. came up and said g'day and hello, and we had a drink with it at the OJ cafe or whatever or met at the Euro Club, like it was just such a fantastic experience and something that will live in our memories forever. The, one of the best
0: parts of going to Eurovision is meeting all these other people and making these connections Yeah, and and just going, oh, you finally get to meet people and it's, and it's so wonderful. It was... And also everyone back here in Australia who just embraced it so much, it was so nice to see both ends, like be out there and seeing what's happening in Australia and you really realise the commitment we make to it yeah. as a country.
1: So it's been a fantastic
0: experience. It's been six months. Bit of a hard slog for you, more than me. It really has. It's, it's been amazing, and this has grown so much. And we really appreciate all the feedback from you all. Yeah. I can't believe people listen to us. yeah um Prattle on in our bedroom about yeah. with a couple of glasses of wine. It's odd, but thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thanks very much for listening, guys, and thanks for all the feedback and support. Much appreciated. We'll be back probably in a week or two with a uh, OJ Second Chance podcast, and then um, yeah. But until then, thanks, guys.
0: See you later. Bye bye. Thank <laughs> you.